0: What's up guys, welcome back to the Boys Podcast, episode 14, part 2 of our week 1 reviews, and it's just two of us here today, the other two actually have things to do, imagine that. Uh, Me and Carl are here, we're going to break down part 2 of the week 1 previews and get you ready for Thursday's opener. What's up guys? Um, Before we get into this, uh, there will be some transaction news at the end. Not all of it because there's way too much. We'll touch on some contract extensions and a couple signings that came out last week for a few teams. But uh, i going to start with the overall best team in the league last year record wise, the Baltimore Ravens hosting the once again new look Cleveland Browns.
1: Once again, new look Cleveland Browns has been a saying since 1933. I mean, facts. I mean, that's ridiculous. As you said, best team in the league last year, record wise. were they? Twelve and four? Thirteen and three? Fourteen and two. Oh man. Must have missed one in there somewhere. Um Just right off rip, I don't see a scenario where Cleveland wins this game. Just the game's in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson's going to come out hot because he's tired of hearing that he can't win a playoff game.
0: Which is why he's going to take which, it seriously until he does.
1: Which has held true so far, but hey, yeah, I don't I don't know. Biggest news of the offseason for, for me personally, for Baltimore, is all the talk about Lamar Jackson not being able to get it done in the playoffs, and while those statements do seem kind of ludicrous saying that he's only been in the league two years it's holding
0: true because his playoff game as a rookie he was abysmal and people were calling for joe flacco and last year in a game they were highly favored in against tennessee they were blown out of their own stadium by uh (laughs) by derrick henry
1: by Derrick Henry. It wasn't even the Titans. It no. was just Derrick Henry.
0: Derrick Henry. And we're going to talk about the Titans later. So that's yeah, all we're going to get there.
1: Um, as far as Cleveland goes, another really basic Cleveland offseason. Hired a new head coach. Hired a new GM. Hired a new GM. Going to actually roll with Baker Mayfield again, which was a point of contention going into this offseason. Whether or not he was going to be able to be the starting quarterback for this year. It's
0: a make-or-break year. I don't think if he doesn't have a good to really good year, he won't be the quarterback there next year.
1: I agree, and I've personally always thought that Baker Mayfield, in college, he was spectacular, but he's a very middle-of-the-road NFL quarterback.
0: Yeah, he was fine his rookie year, but, I mean, look, with Cleveland, it's always a what-if kind of thing. He's got no excuses.
1: Chubb, Hunt, OBJ, Landry,
0: a solid offensive line, a extremely underrated defense,
1: and I will say going into this season, a much better. I won't say much better head coach because Stefanski hasn't ever coached in the NFL before as a head coach, but he has a lot more potential than Freddie Kitchens
0: did. Well, I mean, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> We have more. Another thing that hurts Cleveland is at best they're the third best team in this division.
1: I agree, and by default they are.
0: Because uh, obviously Baltimore, and we'll talk about Pittsburgh here uh, at the end. Yep. But um, they are better than Cincinnati, but I can see a scenario where Cincinnati could potentially beat them in the ranking and the division standings.
1: I can see that too, especially if. If Burrow comes out hot for the Bengals, I don't see a situation where the Browns are going to make up games at the end of the year.
0: I honestly feel like looking, because we'll talk about Burrow and the Bengals here in probably about 20 minutes when they're uh, hosting the Chargers. If Burrow struggles, you can't put it on the kid. He hasn't had one tune-up game, and it's right. against one of the better defenses in football. So,
1: And they're in... Not uh, to jump the gun, but Cincinnati's in full commit to Joe uh, to Joe Burrow mode. They like, oh. they literally only have Ryan Finley left on the roster behind him.
0: So. Who but, wasn't yeah. terrible last year? No, Ryan Finley
1: actually played decently well. But back to the Browns, not they didn't do a whole lot of note this offseason. season. They have they drafted Grant Delpit, who unfortunately his season is over with a torn
0: tortic- Achilles. Hates I to think see that man. It
1: really is. The the Ravens in the draft, however, did adra- did address one of their biggest needs as put on display in that playoff game against the Tennessee Titans was middle linebacker with Patrick Queen.
0: How did Patrick Queen fall to the
1: home? Patrick Queen should have never been on the board when they picked, but
0: Thanks Green Bay.
1: Yeah, thanks, Green Bay. Appreciate you. Worst draft I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. Glad we're past Big and then
0: about- they went in the second round and drafted some a position they didn't really need to draft at, and they did it because best player available. JK Dobbins. Who was sensational last year at Ohio State.
1: Who is going to be the starting running back regardless after probably a couple weeks because Mark Ingram is really good for the system they run. He's just getting old.
0: Yeah. I mean, my whole thing is, it's like, you run Mark Ingram for another year, you pretty much let him walk, and Dobbins is the future back there with Lamar. Yep. And I still think the Ravens need a receiver.
1: I, I think they do as well. I mean, outside of Marquise Brown, who has had one hell of a bulking up this
0: offseason. Yeah. It's but Is, is he going to be able to do more than just run deep slants?
1: Right. Which is what they're going to need. Because they have Willie Snead. Who okay. has been a solid receiver his career for what he's been asked to be. But then outside of that, you have Miles Boykin, who is very unproven in this league. Yep. They were they were kind of in the Antonio Brown, Des Bryant talks, but I don't think either of those are going to be an answer. Definitely Antonio Brown's not an answer because he's going to be suspended until the end of time.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um,. I mean, I could see a potential situation there in win-now mode about trading a first-round pick to go get a elite receiver on the market.
1: I agree, because Lamar Jackson is one season away from getting a massive extension. Big time.
0: Because I think I he gets more than Russell Wilson. I don't think he gets anywhere near as much as Mahomes got. But
1: the Not to jump ship ahead, but the deal that... Deshaun Watson got put the Kansas City deal to shame. Oh, yeah.
0: As any deal is going to. Kansas City is just long-term.
1: That's not even a shot at Kansas City. They had to do what they had to do. But there's going to be deals that make that deal look so bad over the next couple of years. Uh, Let me see. As far as my prediction for this game goes, Baltimore at home 28-20. It kind of hurt my soul a little bit to give Cleveland twenty points, but Baltimore's defense is really unproven. They're they're really. It
0: didn't help that they lost Earl Thomas to that fiasco. Lost Earl Thomas.
1: Well, they didn't lose Earl Thomas. They literally were like, "You're a cancer to this locker room. We can't have you here."
0: I mean, I mean, yeah, but people that say Earl Thomas is washed up, he isn't. He just has an active
1: issue. Yeah, Earl Thomas has still got a few good years. And really the fact, solid.
0: The fact that he's not on a team right now doesn't mean anything. He he will be on a team by the end of the month.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I'm going twenty-eight twenty. Baltimore, um, Vegas as was eight-point favorites and forty-eight and a half over/under.
0: Yeah, Cleveland. Free agency wise, they brought in Jack Conklin, offensive tackle. Austin Hooper, tight end from Atlanta. Which was oh, oh
1: they touched on the tight ends. They have like seven tight ends on the roster right now fighting for, like, one spot.
0: Which is a.k.a. a Chicago Bears thing. A
1: Chicago Bears thing. Um,
0: and safety Carl Joseph from Las Vegas. They re-signed Miles Garrett to a five-year, $125 million contract extension, which, believe me if I'm correct, is makes him the highest-paid defensive player in the league. Yep. Um, they lost two starters in their linebacker room: Christian Kirksey to Green Bay and Joe Sherbert to the poor Jacksonville Jaguars. Poor Joe Sherbert, man. Um, they took Jedrick Willis Jr. offensive tackle out of Lam in the first round, and we talked about Grant Delpit. Um, Andrew Berry is their new GM, who is 32 years old, the youngest yep. GM in the league. Yeah. Is
1: what am I doing with my life, Ian? Uh, He's me. What uh, am I doing?
0: Facts, man. Kevin Stefanski, head coach. Uh, we talked about it. Baker, Chubb, Landry, OBJ, uh, Ward. I didn't even mention Denzel Ward, defensive back. He was really, really good. He was insane. Miles Garrett. Um, for Baltimore, we talked about how they were run off the field last year in the divisional round. Um, they did a lot of in-house moves. They, they fran- did. They, of course, franchise outside linebacker Matthew Hudon. They kept Sam Cock, Jimmy Smith, and a few others. They did trade Hayden Hurst to Atlanta, but they used that pick to take J.K. Dobbins, um, and they lost Michael Pierce to Minnesota, who unfortunately for Jordan opted out due to COVID. Because
1: if, probably it's a good thing for the league he opted out for COVID. Yeah, Mike.
0: especially considering what they uh, did this past week, and we'll get into that later. Yes, we will. Um, they are all pro. Long-time offensive guard Marshall Gander retired, and they cut safety Tony Jefferson, who was still a free agent and would not shock me if they bring him back. I agree. Uh, They extended former Virginia Tech safety Chuck Clark. We talked about the Earl Thomas situation, Patrick Queen, J.K. Dobbins. They also acquired Calais Campbell from Jacksonville in the offseason. They're well coached. The roster's loaded. We've talked about Lamar. I've got Baltimore 28, Cleveland 17. Nice. And Carl will introduce. I, the
1: next I don't one. see. I don't see us agreeing on every game this week like we did last no, week. No,
0: I do not either.
1: Just in a little bit of prep talk we've done before this, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: All right, you can introduce the next one.
1: All right, everybody. And speaking of contention, this is probably going to be the first one of contention. We're going down to the the new dome in Atlanta. Seattle's coming to town against the Falcons. Ian, what are you thinking?
0: It's one of them probably the second best game of the lot of this oh. lot of games outside of the obviously outside of Tampa, New Orleans. Um, Seattle is poised for a Super Bowl run. To me, they the favorites in the NFC. Uh, Falcons are a mystery team in a extremely tough division. Seattle, obviously, Seattle, defensively, they acquired all-pro safety Jamal Adams for a couple of first-round picks. Like, they needed more defensive help. They're one of the best defensive teams in football. Um, they uh, And their D was already good. They do have Bobby Wagner. They did lose to Davion Clowney, but he didn't really do a lot. So, um, they... They added Carlos Hyde, which is a major plus since Chris Carson has shown, even though how good he is, he cannot stay on the field.
1: Or hold on to the football when he's on the field.
0: That too. Um, This one hurts my heart, but they added former All-Pro tight end Greg Olson. Oh, Oh, my heart. To an offense that includes their two receivers, which are Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, one of the most underrated duos in football. Yep. Um, Also, the Seahawks are pretty young, so Olsen bringing a veteran presence to that weapon core help uh draft wise jesus uh their first God, round oh my. Their first round pick was texas tech linebacker jordan brooks um there's who nothing.
1: i do a lot of research for the draft i had jordan brooks nowhere near the first round uh
0: yeah now uh, maybe
1: two rounds later where i might have had him
0: yeah um And then, obviously, they got Russell Wilson. Uh, What do you think about Seattle?
1: Offensive line.
0: Yeah. As I said, when it comes to to Russell Wilson, yeah.
1: Like, um, I don't – how can you sit in your box, Mr. Snyder, and watch your quarterback run for his life his entire career? I don't. I don't understand how Seattle, as you said, fit my I, they're one of the favorites, if not the favorite, in the NFC to go to the Super Bowl, as they seem to have been for the last five years, six years, something like that. Their draft very underwhelming. Seattle, it's a not a strong draft team. Yeah, that's about as nicely as I can put that. They don't build very well through the draft. Nope. Um, that's just something that they've never done, and well, outside of stealing Russell Wilson in the third round a couple of years ago. Um, free agency wise, as you said, they brought in Carlos Hyde. Um, they they're trying to get younger which I think is a smart move. But defense and Russell Wilson is going to carry them all season, as it has for the last five or so years. Um, outside of Metcalf and Lockett, however, there is quite a talent gap to the rest of the receiving corps.
0: Seems to and be a key also- thing for a lot of the elite Super Bowl contenders. When it comes to receiving core, that's not that great. I mean, outside of Kansas City, we don't got to talk about that. But
1: and personally, I don't even know if Kansas City's receiving core is that great on paper. They're just all really fast.
0: Yeah, which helps. Can't teach speed. No, you're just born with it, <laughs> Mister Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah and then you have McCall Hardman and Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey and yeah anyway going to win like 37 MVPs like that's what's going to happen the fact that Russell Wilson has never won an MVP
0: yeah it's a joke it's a
1: joke it, he's if you're going to give the most valuable player in the league when it comes to being valuable to his team
0: that's my whole thing that's uh, what the award means to me
1: oh me too it's become a quarterback award. It's going to be a quarterback award, which is so sad.
0: Honestly, the only two players that are non-quarterbacks that have any chance whatsoever of possibly getting a few first-place votes are Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Donald.
1: I agree. And we'll get to Aaron Donald later. Um, That's about it on the Seahawks. I mean, they're... They take care of their own most of the time. Yeah. They made a massive trade for Jamal Adams,
0: which honestly doesn't really even look that bad if you look deeply into it.
1: No, if he, if you look at what they gave up, which is two firsts, a third, and safety Bradley McDougal.
0: Well, the thing about the first round picks is
1: they're going to be 27 to 32,
0: and the Jets have shown time and time again that they are incompetent of drafting.
1: Yeah. I mean, is, the Seahawks were probably going to draft a two-star safety out of Wichita State anyway, so it yeah. doesn't really matter.
0: Uh, On
1: to Ian's fourth favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. How you, know, are you feeling?
0: The, the thing, crazy thing about Atlanta is unless we're playing them, even though I know we're going to lose because we can't beat them to save our lives, I don't really mind them. Um, Oleop
1: Jones um, is my favorite player in the league.
0: They are a very interesting team. I do not agree with bringing back Dan Quinn, but he's a player's coach and they like him, so I kind of yeah. understand. Um, speaking of underrated wide receiver duos, Julio and Calvin Ridley. I,
1: I don't understand how Calvin Ridley was just there when they, when they picked.
0: No, it's because the Cowboys, even though they needed receivers, took Leighton Vanderhis, which has worked out for them.
1: If he can stay
0: on the field. And then with the Panthers, the Panthers were in love with DJ Moore from the time they brought him in for a workout. And that's worked out. Yes, I love DJ. He is excellent. Um, And then Calvin Ridley. The Calvin Ridley situation, speaking of Dallas, reminds me a lot of what happened in this year's draft with yeah. some God for known reason. CeeDee Lamb dropped to the Cowboys.
1: That kid's going to be special,
0: too. Buddha was, saying, gonna- that, Buddha was saying that apparently um, every person down there has said that he's had the best camp out of anyone in that receiver room, including Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup.
1: Well, Amari right. Cooper hasn't even been on the field in, like, two
0: weeks. Yeah, so. um, I Like we've said to Buddha before, he's still unproven, has not taken a snap in the National Football League, so you won't hear me singing his praises just yet. But there's no way he doesn't have 700 to 1,000 yards this season.
1: No, oh, I agree. There's plenty of targets to go around in that offense. Uh, the are- got, he's going to end up absorbing Michael Gallup's targets, though.
0: Oh, I agree. I don't think – I personally – look, I love Michael Gallup, but he's going to turn into the third guy there. Uh,
1: yeah, which, I mean, that could be his role because you don't need – I mean, yeah, Amari Cooper is a fantastic route runner, but you can't put Amari Cooper in the slot. No. He's he's a big body guy. If you can get Michael Gallup going in the slot, oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: Back to Atlanta. Um Back to- they added Hayden Hurst in a trade for Baltimore after they lost Austin Hooper in free agency. Hayden Hurst <coughs> didn't really do much out there, so I'm curious to see how he does in this offense. After what
1: Austin Hooper did last year in this offense.
0: Um they added two former Rams in free agency and defensive end Dante Fowler and running back Todd Gurley.
1: Which if they get twenty what seventeen, Todd Gurley. Yeah. This team is gonna be unstoppable.
0: Um they draft in the draft their first two picks, uh Clemson cornerback AJ Terrell was a huge reach. A huge reach, but they also needed a corner to replace Desmond Trufant, who left in free agency to Detroit. Yeah. Um, he's looked good in camp. They're basically throwing him into the fire by having him guard Julio in one-on-one drills. Um, they also added Auburn defensive tackle Marlon Davidson. He was the second guy in that defensive tackle pairing at Auburn, along yep. with Derek Brown, um, <laughs> to show up the pass rush. The team has talent. But Tampa Bay and New Orleans are going to be fighting every week for position in this And division.
1: nobody ever talks about how good Matt Ryan actually is.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, what, won MVP three years ago? Yeah. And, and, oh. and, and was even better in 2018, but we're not going to talk about that. No,
1: should, should have won a Super Bowl. We're not going to yeah, get um, into
0: that. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the 28-3, Joe's because I have Kyle, friends that
1: are five can, Time management is not a thing.
0: Um... I got Seattle, 21, Atlanta, 13. Ooh, I have Atlanta, 31, 30. Interesting. I knew, I I freaking knew we were going to disagree on this game. And
1: Vegas is with you. They have Seattle as a one and a half point favorite and 49.
0: One of the only reasons Atlanta could possibly win this game is if it gets into a shootout. Um, That's, I, I think happens. Because if it gets into a shootout, I think the Falcons win. Um, I don't think it gets there because I just think Seattle is too good defensively.
1: Yeah, Seattle a, as a juggernaut. And they just keep bringing in bodies to get better.
0: And they're insanely well coached. Oh, God. Pete Carroll. Oh,
1: He's like 97 years old and still going for it. Yeah.
0: Oh, Our third game on the lineup is one of the more interesting games because both these teams are not supposed to be very good this year and interesting. It is Joe Burrow making his NFL debut hosting the L.A. Chargers. This,
1: A lot of fans are going to be very upset that this isn't Herbert Burrow round one, but I think them going with Tyrod, Tyrod, Tarod, whatever his Actually name is.
0: Tarod, but everybody calls him Tyrod.
1: Everybody calls him Tyrod. His name is Tarod. But I think that's the right move for them is to start Tarod Taylor. Justin Herbert has looked, speaking of, they took Justin Herbert, pick six in the first round. But he has looked really good on hard knocks and in all of the camp videos that I've seen of him. He looks poised, and but I'll let you Cover the Justin Herbert thing when you get there because that's your guy. My favorite pick for them was Kenneth Murray though.
0: They also picking back in the first up.
1: that linebacking core needed help. Like help help. Because there's no other weakness on that defense.
0: Correct me if but, I'm wrong. Who was taken first? Him or Patrick
1: Queen? Ooh. I feel like Kenneth Murray came off the board first.
0: That was the one thing I disagreed with. I think they should have took Queen there,
1: but... I think they were very, very similar players. They, they're they basically sideline-to-sideline side guys, which... Oh, for those of you that are curious, instead of typing in Patrick Queen, I typed in Patrick Murray, and now I'm making up new football players as we go.
0: Nice,
1: nice. Um... Yeah, Um, Murray came off the board first. Interesting. And Patrick Queen came off the board five picks later at 28. Chargers, this offseason has been a really interesting offseason.
0: Interesting, but they literally nailed everything. They
1: they did. They have nailed everything that they've tried to do this offseason. They've got their quarterback of the future. They've got a defense, which even though, unfortunately, they did lose Derwin James, it's still going to probably be a top-five defense. I don't—they did lose Antonio Gates at the end of last season to retirement, but they have Hunter Henry, too, which they've had for the last couple of years.
0: Who hasn't been able to stay on the field, which is like a key thing for this Chargers team. They're always riddled with injuries.
1: They always, either they're always hurt, or their field goal kickers are terrible. Yeah,
0: I remember a couple of years ago, one of their field goal kickers missed three yeah. against Denver.
1: Yeah, I think there was a streak a couple of years ago too, where they lost like four games in a row by less than two points. Yeah, and their, and their kicker missed a, a kick every single game. Um, They did lose Melvin Gordon to a division rival Denver Broncos, but once again, they have Austin Eckler or Eichler, depending on where you are, who I think is in for a really big year. Do I think the Chargers are going to be great this year? No. But they have all the potential in the world moving forward. They paid Joey Bosa, massive money, which is the right move because he's insanely talented.
0: Crazy thing is with how good he is, I still think his brother is going to be better. I,
1: which is super weird. Um, Outside of that, they didn't draft a whole lot. They only had four other picks in the whole draft. They've got Josh Kelly out of UCLA. And then they took a pair of receivers in Joe Reed and K.J. Hill along with safety Alohi Gilman.
0: The fact that they took two receivers and they already have two extremely good ones.
1: Yeah, even though Mike Williams is going to miss some time.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, sucks for him because he's an absolute red zone threat.
1: Oh, absolutely. He's basically a tight end. Uh, I'm going to let you take it for, for Burrow here.
0: Yeah go over some of the moves for the Chargers real quick. Um, they made two moves to bolster the offensive line. Uh, they signed Brian Bulaga from Green Bay, and the other one <coughs> is one of the worst trades I've ever seen. They, oh, my. They acquired Pro Bowl offensive guard Trey Turner from Carolina. For Russell Okung, who's probably not even going to play a full
1: season. Who <laughs> probably will never play football again.
0: They fleeced our ass. They did. Um, defensively, they brought in Lenville Joseph from Minnesota. God help this league if Minnesota was able to retain half the players they lost. Um, and Chris Harris Jr. from the rival Broncos.
1: That secondary, even without Derwin James.
0: is very good. It-
1: is still very very good.
0: Um, as you said, Herbert Murray signed Eckler signed Bosa. As far as Cincinnati, they needed to do a lot last they, year. They were they absolutely terrible. Teams. Um, they were hard last season, which didn't end up in drafting Joe Burrow, who had the greatest season of a college quarterback ever. Ever. They also had a DJ Reader cornerback Trey Waynes under a pickup, cornerback McKenzie, Alabama, and safety Von Bell to sure up their defense, which was worse than the NFL by a landslide. Um, they franchised A.J. Green, who is going to need to stay healthy for Burrow's sake. They also have Tyler Boyd, and they re-signed Joe Mixon to a four-year, $48 million extension, which if you look at some of these extensions for running backs, not too bad.
1: And it's not too bad. Um, Given how talented he actually is.
0: And they also gave him another weapon and a guy that he was on the other sideline with in the national championship game. Took him too early, but I understand why. Clemson wide receiver T. Higgins.
1: Who could very well be the predecessor to A.J. Green. I
0: agree. Um, I'm not saying he's as talented
1: as A.J. Green, but...
0: They are very similar in...
1: They're very very um they're very similar. Yes.
0: So that should be as far as Burrow is concerned he doesn't have for a number 1 overall pick to not have any warm up games. Yeah. To go against this defense. I think Burrow struggles off the gate, but I think he'll be fine as far as the score for this game. I don't really think it's close. I think I personally think the Chargers put up 30. And the Bengals only score thirteen.
1: I got the Chargers twenty three thirteen. Vegas is got the Chargers being a three point favorite at the over under at forty four.
0: I think if Burrow, I think this game would be closer if 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 of course this wasn't a twenty twenty COVID season. If this, oh, was, if this was a regular year, I think this game would be closer.
1: I feel like if this was a regular year, they'd probably be starting Justin Herbert, too.
0: Oh, 100%. I will say this. As much as I think Herbert shouldn't see the field, the Chargers' injury issues and Tyrod's injury issues, I don't think that's the way he doesn't see the field this year. Yeah, I know. And I think that's probably going to be
1: one of the worst things for this team is that they don't need to be incredibly average like, you don't want to see. You either want the Chargers to be really, really good or really, really bad.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, just speaking of rookie quarterbacks, just to touch on one thing Miami Dolphins named Ryan Fitzpatrick their starter last night.
1: They did, which is the exact right move.
0: Yep. Tua will be the backup there, and as he should be. Because of he out turns. of all of the quarterbacks taken in the first, Tua is the least ready. If that makes any sense. The crazy thing is, if he didn't get hurt, he would more than likely be playing in Cincinnati, right? Which he's got the when, highest ceiling of the three that were taken. I agree, his drum.
1: Joe Burrow, you know what you're getting. Yep, because Joe Burrow is. Kind kind of old already. He's already he is, 23.
0: He's 23, but he doesn't turn the football over.
1: He does not turn the football over. And for the other side, if Justin Herbert can work on his decision-making, he's going to be really tough to stop in this league, too.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. That was the whole thing in college. It's like yeah. when he was making good decisions, Oregon would run up and down the field because nobody could stop him.
1: But then if you I don't even know where I was going with that we're just going to move on I got no idea where that statement was going alright where are we going next we're going to the Bay Area Arizona in San Francisco Arizona one of the most talked about teams this entire season. San Francisco coming off a horrible loss in the Super Bowl that they should have won don't let anybody get that twisted. San Francisco should have won the Super Bowl. They got Mahomes. Actually, they got Shanahan.
0: Yeah, they got Shanahan. It wasn't Mahomes. They, Shanahan they was just in yeah, New Orleans.
1: So they just got Shanahan. How are you feeling, Ian, about this very young, very young Arizona team? Very
0: young. Um, obviously, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm never going to pass up a chance to drag on the Houston Texans. Um,. Cardinals acquired all pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. Pocket land. Um to add they also added Isaiah Simmons in the draft, which how in the world would he failed a number eight overall.
1: And I'm pretty sure they're actually playing him at safety.
0: Yeah, that doesn't shock me at all. Um they also added Josh Jones offensive tackle, which was desperately needed because Kyler Murray cannot be running for his life all the time. No, he he's not. He's not the biggest fellow. You don't want Kyler Murray getting hit. Um, Hopkins, along with what they already had there with Christian Kirk and the man that seems to never drop anything and never want to retire, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, they also extended Kenyon Drake. So Kyler Murray's got plenty of weapons over there. Yes. Um, defense. Talk about Simmons. And they added him to a defense that includes the most not-talked-about performance in history, Chandler Chandler Jones, who almost broke the sack record and no one said a word.
1: Didn't even get a Defensive Player of the Year vote either.
0: Yeah, which is ridiculous. Now, now, there's the thing. Stephon Gilmore deserved all what he got. But, how do you almost break the sack record and not get one Defensive Player of the Year vote? I don't...
1: I'm, that doesn't even make sense in my head.
0: To me, you know, the team made a lot of improvements. But this is the toughest division in football.
1: Yeah. They also re-signed Budabaker, making him the highest-paid safety in the league. And I would say a lot of people don't even know who Budabaker is.
0: Budabaker's good, and I guarantee you Seattle just looked at, at that and went, are you serious? Yep, yeah, right. Um, For San Francisco... They were busy. They were really busy. They added veteran wide receiver T. Travis Benjamin, tight former Washington tight end Jordan Reed, two offensive guards, former third overall pick Deion Jordan, who uh, got cut yesterday and is on their practice squad. Um, during the draft, they were very active. They traded for all-pro offensive tackle Trent Williams. They traded DeForest yeah. the Buckner away to Indianapolis. Woo. They drafted Javon Kinlaw with... Their, with that place. pick they got from the Colts, which is the replacement. Right replacement. And this one's really big because this team is destroyed at the receiver position. They added Brandon Ayuk, who they're going to need.
1: Uh, you know that, granted, these guys I'm going to say are far more talented than I will ever be. You're signing River Craycraft and Tavon Austin to play receiver. And now Tavon Austin's on the IR.
0: Here's the thing, though. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the best thrower either.
1: No, you don't need – not when you're running the ball 45 times a game like they do. It oh, you matter. remember
0: – oh, like the, like the NFC title game that I dragged him through the mud on this podcast about five weeks ago? Yeah. About throwing nine passes for less than 100 yards in a conference title game. Now, to be fair, they were running the ball that Green Bears third all day. Yeah, But you're not going to get it done like that. No. Not, as you
1: said, in the the toughest division in all of football.
0: Who I think? Yeah, the toughest division has every game for all four teams on this lineup. Seattle, Arizona, San Francisco, and we'll talk about the Rams uh, here in a little bit.
1: And the Rams are the worst team in this division by default. Yeah, they're not
0: even a bad team. That's the thing.
1: Um, I mean, there's nothing that they've done to actually get worse other than the fact that they don't know how to spend money very well. Yeah. Or draft, for that matter, because they there, drafted like.
0: Yeah, they, there's so many injuries for San Francisco at the receiver position. It kind of concerns me in this game. And... I got Arizona picking up the upset win.
1: I got San Francisco 24-17.
0: I've got Arizona 24-23.
1: Oh, late winner from whoever the kicker is in Arizona. (laughs) Now
0: I think the lack of receivers is going to end up biting San Francisco. I still think they make the playoffs, but I think Arizona pulls off an upset.
1: Yeah. Uh, And
0: I changed my course because when I made these notes, it's 27-17 San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I just changed mine earlier too. Um, uh, Vegas has San Francisco at a seven-point favorite over under at 47 and a half which (sighs) that over under is really high so if if you're a gambler bet the under everyone bet the under
0: all righty game of week one by far this might
1: be game of the year
0: yeah (laughs) or at least the first round because we play each other twice Tom yeah. Brady and the very new look Tampa Bay Buccaneers who added another piece after I made these notes Love at that. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. Is it kind of, It's just
1: rinse and repeat for New Orleans at this point in time.
0: Yeah, it's...
1: They've been doing this for like 10
0: years. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just the thing with New Orleans. They're going to win 12, 13 games, and then they're going to choke in the playoffs like they always do.
1: Every time. And once again, we talked about Russell Wilson earlier never winning an MVP. Drew Brees never winning an MVP is a crime.
0: Like, how do you throw for 5,000 yards four times in your career and not get MVP?
1: I mean, they weren't ridiculously active this off season. If I recall, they weren't that active at all,
0: actually. Oh, with... Who Course you talking about? Saints? Yeah. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders to...
1: Which is going to help Miles, Miles, My, Michael, Michael Thomas,
0: Thomas a lot. Mm. Uh, they also brought back Malcolm Jenkins uh, from Philly. Uh, they signed Drew Brees <laughs> to a one-year, twenty-five million-dollar contract to bring him back, which is going to kill them in cap space. Oh, yeah. also, yeah. also, props to New Orleans. I hate their guts, but what they tried to do with Javon Clowney is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I agree. They, they tried tra- the, these these guys tried to get Cleveland to sign him to a 1-year, $15 million contract and then trade him to them for a first-round pick and an unnamed player. The NFL went, "Nope."
1: Yeah, the NFL was never going to accept that.
0: But, but props to them for trying.
1: The, the crazy thing about New Orleans is that going into next
0: offseason they With this guys.
1: current roster that they have, they have negative $78 million dollars in cap space.
0: Which means, well, here's the thing. You, of course, take Breeze off the board. That's twenty-five mil, But you got to pay Alvin Kamara.
1: Who, low-key, was not about to come to camp a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. They re
1: old Taysom Hill, though you know Taysom Hills of the future of the franchise according to some
0: yeah if that was the case they wouldn't have brought in Jameis Winston but which
1: is one of the I hate that deal so much how are you gonna give Jameis Winston one year and he's not even gonna play unless Drew Brees gets hurt I don't I don't understand the thinking I I love that for Jameis but I don't get what you're going for there
0: um, they also took. They took center Cesar Ruiz from Michigan with their first round pick,
1: who I believe is going to play
0: guard. Yep.
1: Because they lost, or they let Larry Warford go.
0: Yeah, they don't take any kind of setback. Saints was.
1: Oh no, never guys.
0: Um, as far as I'm concerned, they're still the leaders, but Tampa Bay, holy cow. Um, Busiest team in the offseason By a damn mile Yeah like
1: we don't even have enough time To cover everything that Tampa did This offseason
0: I'm going to try to get through most of it Um, They let Jameis Winston walk They franchise tagged Why can't I remember this man's name Shaquille Barrett Yeah Shaquille Barrett Had a breakout year last year They signed Brady and Gronk. Sorry, signed Brady and traded for Gronk.
1: (laughs) No, 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 they they forced the Patriots to trade him during Uh, the Gronk.
0: They brought in LaShawn McCoy. And as much as Bruce Arians wants to say that Ronald Jones is the running back, you don't sign Leonard Fournette, if that's the case.
1: At this point in time, just to touch on that real fast, I feel like they're trying to make three average to above average running backs into one giant really good running back. Yeah. Which is, I guess, just casual running back by committee.
0: But um, yeah, so. That's mainly the main ones. We they, they did so. Much. They did
1: so much this all season. Um, drafting a tackle. And yeah. 13th overall, Tristan Wirfs, who I actually thought was the best tackle in the draft, other than Andrew Thomas.
0: They all, uh, mm, eh, me personally, I had him above Andrew Thomas. Ooh,
1: that's, uh, he went to the Giants, so we'll see. He's yeah. going to get a beat.
0: Yeah, so. fourth overall. Great job, Gettleman. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, my, but my one of my favorite picks the entire draft was them getting Antoine Winfield Jr.
0: Yeah. Yep. Out of- yep.
1: Nobody talks enough about Tampa Bay's defense because, I, I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> well, their passing defense was terrible. They were first in the league in rush defense, but like 18th in pass defense or something. Their secondary is very young.
0: Yes, that's what I think yep. is going to end up killing them later on. But uh, um, they also brought in Keshawn Vaughn <laughs> in the draft. Yep. Another running back. And they got four running backs on this roster. Vaughn, yeah. Fournette, Jones, and McCoy.
1: I don't see LaShawn McCoy being on this team very much longer. No.
0: Uh, this team is going to be a Super Bowl contender.
1: Which nobody has said since 2002. well, no,
0: here's the thing. The Bucks have been the bottom barrel of the NFC South for God knows how long.
1: Right. Like, they- They've been such a laughing stock. I mean, not really. I mean, Jameis was good.
0: Jameis wasn't good. Jameis was decent. But... But Like, speaking from a perspective of another team in the NFC South, us Atlanta New Orleans fans just dragged on Tampa Bay for over a decade because they never did anything. They had, like, one winning season in, like, eight years. Yeah.
1: They've consistently picked in the top 15...
0: 15
1: for years. Yeah.
0: I... For years. All right. Oh, um, uh,
1: wait. I actually have Tampa Bay
0: winning. What's the score? 35-28. I've got Tampa Bay winning 45-42. Ooh.
1: uh, Las Vegas hates both of us because they have New Orleans at three and a half point favorites.
0: I've I've got Tampa Bay in a shootout. I don't think there's defense in this game.
1: uh, You mean like Giant Saints a couple years ago where they took off like 400 points?
0: Yeah, and like, I I personally think Eagle, I had like 50 fantasy points in some leagues.
1: Yeah, he he had six touchdowns that week, so. Yeah.
0: Just, um, yeah, so, uh, Buddha, sucks you can't be here, buddy. But we're going to talk about your boys.
1: Yeah, we are. One of the most controversial, just, just talked about teams in the entire world. Because I think they're one of the most popular franchises in the world. I think the, as far as fan poll goes that the Steelers are the most popular fan and the most popular team in the world.
0: But... They, of course, the Cowboys, according to Forbes, are the most valuable. Yeah. Up there with the New York Yankees who right now can kiss my ass. And I mean, considering
1: that Jerry Jones bought this team uh, 30 years ago now, 31 years ago now, something like that, for... Oh my god, and they're worth so much money now. Yeah. Oh my. Alright, to the on the field stuff. Franchise tag, Dak Prescott.
0: It's been a very talkative talking point between us a, a very talkative controversial talking point between us four here on the podcast, especially very- Delby and Buddha. Who it's don't? Now, me
1: and Ian are the calm
0: ones. Who don't agree on anything when it comes to the Cowboys and the Eagles. Um, when it comes to them, I'm just going to touch on their thing real quick since they're not here. Buddha has no concerns about Dak Prescott re-signing long-term. He's like, we're focused on this year. We're focused on this year. Delby thinks there's a possibility that Dak could possibly leave. I agree with Buddha on the side of this, and I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I um, agree with Buda. I just, because I don't agree with Buda on a lot of Cowboys related <laughs> topics. Really? Um, but this one, I there's just no way Jerry Jones lets that go.
1: No, there's there's no way. Um, they still have Zeke. One Outside, I think even bigger news that nobody talks about is that Travis Frederick retired.
0: Yep, and they drafted Tyler... Biadash from Wisconsin. Who, my God, th- this school puts linemen into the league so much, almost as much as Notre Dame does. Oh but man! But the only difference is every lineman Notre Dame puts in the league is elite. It's the it's the darn
1: Catholics, man. Them Catholics, uh, I guess, every time.
0: Just to touch. No. On, also, to just touch on thing before we go into the Cowboys, this is the opener for SoFi Stadium.
1: Ooh, for I the Rams. Put that together, but here
0: we are. The the SoFi stadium, and, this new stadium for both the LA teams. And since so the Chargers are in Cincinnati, this is the opener for that massive new stadium, which I have seen in person, and it is gorgeous.
1: And the only sad thing is that it's empty. Yeah. Um, football is going to be so
0: weird. It will be, but it's football, it's and I don't care. But it's football, I don't care. Just um, to um, get into Dallas, um. They spent a lot of money. They
1: spent a ton of money.
0: They re-signed Amari Cooper to a five-year, a hundred million-dollar contract,
1: The and did them real dirty.
0: football up. team.
1: They, yeah, that that's the football team.
0: They drove up the price on Cooper. They
1: did. Um, and well, from what I understand is that they never actually intended on signing Amari Cooper. No, like, they, they, just, they just wanted to, to.
0: They were just trying to screw Dallas. We talked about Dak. Um, they signed Andy Dalton to back up Dak Prescott. Fantastic signing. They added Alden Smith,
1: which is <laughs> who I literally forgot was a person.
0: Um, they added two defensive tackles from our hard-run defense, Gerald McCoy. Oh,
1: greatest run defense of all time you had last year.
0: Yeah, Gerald McCoy, who unfortunately got hurt and got released. Uh, Don Terry Poe, who hasn't done anything God knows how many years.
1: He threw a touchdown pass once.
0: Yeah, like seven years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh they of course added cr- kicker Greg Zerline, which was great because delay. they've had massive kicking issues since they w- since they weirdly released their like best kicker of all time a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, and they also added the uh, they they also added safety the best name in football haha Clinton Dix.
1: And then cut him.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> biggest news for them. Everson Griffin. Yeah. To go along with Demarcus Lawrence. Oh,
1: that. Oh, God.
0: And along with that linebacker core, secondary is still a massive issue.
1: Should there be a woozy, eh, or a woozy, depending on how you want to say it? it? Um, is there number one corner now? Let Byron Jones walk?
0: They, we talked about CD. They also added Travon Diggs.
1: Stefan's brother yeah. mm-hmm. Not as big of a diva yeah. If you haven't figured out yet I really don't like Stefan Diggs Yeah
0: I don't. I've really got don't. that assumption I really don't know why Um Yeah Um That about sums up the, They also the Cow- fired Jason Garrett Which was a move That needed to be made Five years ago
1: Who's now the offensive coordinator In division rival New York Yeah That's-
0: Have fun with that Giants Um right. They hired Packers former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy.
1: Fantastic hire.
0: Um, I, I've, told Buddha, I've told Buddha on plenty of occasions on this podcast and off air that if this team does not make the playoffs, it is an absolute joke.
1: Right. He should never speak again. If this, this, team, is, if this team has team
0: easily one of the most talented rosters in football, and only, they have one of the best drafts this year, not only make the playoffs. This team should be in the NFC Championship game at minimum.
1: Yeah, I have them. Personally, I have them in the Super Bowl this year against Kansas City.
0: I think I had them in the conference title game. I don't remember who I had them losing to.
1: Seattle against Dallas is because It seems to be a running theme Yeah, they championship
0: um, game. Farrah's on the other side. LA Rams, we talked about them. They're at best, fourth best in that division.
1: And that's not even
0: anything they did. I'm not even going to talk about what they did on the field because we'll get to that. But yeah. my God, I could design a better uniform and logo. Yeah, that's disgusting. They're the you worst t- uniforms for professional sports, and honestly, their helmets are fine. And who I, put on those jerseys though? And I, of course, can deal. I, I can deal with their home jerseys. They aren't too bad. Those cream off white road uniforms are some of the ugliest things i've ever seen in my life i i really feel like they let
1: a child design those
0: even if a child could design better than those i don't know what they were doing
1: i uh, don't understand what is happening
0: they lost a lot in free in free agency in the office. They, they, they lost team. a ton. They cut Todd Gurley. They lost Fowler. They lost Clay Matthews, who's still a free agent. Uh, They lost Greg Zerline, and they traded Brandon Cooks, who they traded a first-round pick for two years ago.
1: The Rams haven't picked in the first round in years.
0: To Houston. Yeah.
1: The Rams haven't picked in the first round since, um...
0: (laughs) What, Aaron Donald?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long time.
0: I think it was Todd Gurley.
1: I I feel like it probably was. But speaking of who they did get in this draft, they did land Florida State running back, Cam
0: Akers... And from what I've seen in camp and on Hard Knocks, wide receiver Van Jefferson from Florida is looking really good.
1: Looking real good. The Rams haven't picked in the first round since Jared Goff. Number one overall. Yikes. Oh, and then they're they're still paying that man like $33 million or something. Yeah.
0: And Jared Goff ain't bad, but he ain't worth that. No, Jared Goff isn't bad. He's just... Um, Not that. They have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and now Van Jefferson, so the receiving core ain't bad. Cam Akers unproven. Uh, tight end is Tyler Higby, who had a really good late half of the year last year. He broke out in the last half of the year. But you know what the Rams do got going for him? Defense. The best player in football, Aaron Donald. Oh, my God.
1: And one of the best corners in the league.
0: Jalen Ramsey, who... By the way, the Rams will be re-signing long-term. They didn't trade two first-round picks to not re-sign him.
1: Yeah, Jalen Ramsey is the guy that started this whole tanking in Jacksonville.
0: Oh, yeah. Jalen Ramsey, AJ Boye, everybody on the damn start. No, the only one left is Miles Jack, and I'm expecting him to get traded, too.
1: Miles Jack deserves so much
0: better. Anybody drafted to that team deserves so much better? Um, yeah, they've They've got Aaron Donald, so that's going for them, but they lost so much. Aaron, Donald, I don't
1: see them being a fantastic team.
0: No, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, that's their defense. Their offense has potential to put up a lot of points, but I think this game is closer than it appears on paper, and yeah. I think Aaron Donald is a big part of that because the Cowboys have had... Um, some injuries especially to their tackle positions right tackle yeah. little collins is out left tackle tyron smith tyron Smith is out um i think the rams move aaron donald around and he has a field day on dak prescott um but i think dallas's talent is too much but i think aaron donald keeps this closer than it looks i've got dallas 27 20 i have dallas
1: 33 24 in the weird score of the week. Yeah. Vegas-Dallas, three-point favorites, 52-point over, under. I would I'd take the over, everyone. All um, right. Which one do you want to do first, Ian? Which Monday night game?
0: we got the annual Monday night doubleheader, and the first one, which to me is going to be not even close, Pittsburgh and the New York football Giants. I do agree
1: This game's not going to be close talent
0: um, differential is Freaking massive
1: I don't think the Giants Win at a single position
0: Except for running back
1: Except Saquon Yeah Like I don't You know this more than I do But Dave Gettleman Moron Might be the worst GM I've ever seen Outside of Bill O'Brien, yeah, Dave Gettleman's not great. I don't, I don't understand what, I don't understand what Giants fans are excited about because I know Giants fans are really excited heading into this year.
0: Hello? All right, sorry about that, guys. Had the phone call. Anyway, um, yeah.
1: Speaking of, Dave Gettleman, as we just spoke about earlier, Andrew Thomas at pick number four, who, arguably the best tackle in the draft, but you could have traded back and still got a tackle in this draft if you really wanted one that bad. I agree. One of the deepest tackle classes I've seen in a long time. Round two, they've got Xavier McKinney out of Alabama, first-round talent and he's done for the year already with an injury outside of that their draft was very unamusing they filled some holes i guess it's one of the not the not as good drafts from 2020. i just don't think that has anything to do with um with much, the Nate Solder starting tackle, well, was going to be starting left tackle, opted out of the season. So that's going to force Andrew Thomas to play left tackle instead of the design right tackle that they drafted him for. Um, they had all of the off-field stuff with DeAndre Baker. And Yikes. Yeah, that's, we don't even need to touch on that. He doesn't seem like a very good person. Most notable all season signing to me will be former Florida State and Carolina Panther kicker Graham Gano. Gano,
0: Gano, Gano, Gano. I forgot he went to Florida State.
1: Yeah, we had Um, a string of kickers there for a while.
0: Speaking, we don't talk about that one. Um. Ooh, what's this? What's uh? Oh! Did I miss something? Cincinnati Bengals have placed cornerback Trey Wayne's on the reserve injured list with a torn pectoral muscle. Oh
1: well, there goes that
0: season. Um. Yikes! They uh they uh re-signed cornerback Tory McTyre to fill the roster spot.
1: Oh, and back to the Giants—they did just sign Logan Ryan a couple days ago. Yes. Which he was one of the probably top three remaining free agents heading into this season and I don't know yet if they're gonna I know that he had talked about moving to safety I don't know if they're gonna play him at corner or safety because they need the help at corner really bad outside of former Carolina Panther James Bradbury
0: who at this point I really wish we would've just paid right honestly looking at it now like I like him and I don't think he was worth the money but I'll take him as a cornerback one over Dante.
1: Yeah, Dante Jackson has a very specific set of skills.
0: Shout out. like cornerback one skills in the NFC South. No. Going- no. That's the thing about Bradbury. That dude locked down the best receivers in football. Like Julio is- and Michael Thomas and Mike Evans, they really didn't do a lot, which is going to help him out in New York going against Harry McLaurin and especially Amari Cooper. Yeah, the Eagles. And
1: whoever the Eagles find to put a jersey on to play wide receiver. Yeah. Heading on to the other side of the field, the Pittsburgh Steelers. A very Pittsburgh draft. Pittsburgh didn't need a whole lot heading into this season or heading into this all season. The biggest question for the Steelers is Big Ben which it has been for
0: oh, years now. Also on the Giants, they placed, uh, this is a couple days ago, but they placed their second-round pick, Xavier McKinney, on uh, injured reserve.
1: Yep, done for the year. That's sad. It's it's always sad to see these kids get hurt so early in their careers. It's sad at any time, but, but I rookies. guess if you're going to get hurt, this might be the season to get hurt anyway.
0: Oh, also a little move from Carolina that I noticed the other day, and this is not the one yesterday I sent you that I was baffled by. Oh, was they um, they claim three players, Sharif Miller, defensive end, cornerback Russell Douglas, who Philly cut. This one is yep. interesting. Offensive tackle Trenton Scott, who mm. played 10 games last year because Russell Okung had an injury. He was Okung's backup in L.A. last year. Ah, interesting little tidbit. To me, that proves that they don't have confidence in Greg Little playing left tackle.
1: No, Greg Little's more of a guard to me. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, that, back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Back
1: to the Steelers. The drafted wide receiver Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame.
0: Pittsburgh with wide receivers.
1: Yeah. Demands a tight end. Okay, he's six four two thirty eight.
0: That's a big boy.
1: That's a big man. Um, Other than that, they really just signed depth or just drafted depth players. Nothing really of note. Um, In the fourth round, they got Kevin Dodson as a guard who might actually end up playing this year. And then they got Antoine Brooks Jr. out of Maryland in the sixth round, which is a fantastic pick. Um, As far as off-season moves, I don't really recall them doing a ton.
0: I don't have a single one in my notes. Uh,
1: they signed TJ's brother, Derek, to a contract to play fullback.
0: Yeah. Uh, as far as going into Pittsburgh, they do got Big Ben back this year. Thank God for them. Right. Um, they still got Juju, James Conner. They added Eric Ebron in free agency. There's the one, by the way. Uh, yeah, there's James Washington. Uh, this team's defense is top five in the league, and uh, that's my opinion. Uh, TJ Watt is going to be on the level of his brother, and I cannot believe that's being said. Produced 14 and a half sacks last year. I still have a bit of resentment toward TJ Watt for obvious reasons, due to that Cam hit, but uh, Cameron Hayward, who they signed to a four-year $71.5 million extension last night.
1: Which is a ton of money for somebody already yeah. over 30.
0: Yep, um, but he's kind of worth it because he's very good. Yep. Uh, they've got Devin Bush, who was very good last year in his rookie season. they got Bo Pre at the linebacker position. Secondary is elite. Yes. Uh, they got Joe Hayden, very underrated safety duo, and Terrell Edmonds, go Hokies. And Mika Fitzpatrick, who they nailed that trade.
1: Yeah, the Dolphins got
0: fleeced. Who, of course, did the Dolphins take with that first round pick anyway?
1: Would that have been this year?
0: Yep. Uh, it wasn't two because that was one of their own. I think it was their offensive. Boy, it linemen. was the last one, right? Mm, no, that wouldn't be the last one. That would be Houston's. Um.
1: It, oh, they took Austin Jackson? Jackson.
0: Yeah, uh, Lyman. Mika Fitzpatrick was crazy last year. He had five inter- he had seven interceptions and five of them came within like four weeks. Uh-huh. Um, you you mentioned Chase Claypool. Um, they're the second best team in the AFC North. Baltimore is above them, obviously, but this team is going to be very very good if they stay healthy. Giants, Saquon, Daniel Jones. That's pretty much it. Saquon still ran for over a thousand yards last year, even though he missed four games with a high ankle sprain. Daniel Jones did impress last year, but this wide receiving core is not good at all. Not good. Uh, Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard, the line there is absolutely terrible, which is why they took three offensive linemen in the draft. They took two offensive tackles and Andrew Thomas and Matt Pert and offensive guard Shane Lemieux from the best offensive line in college football last year from Oregon. Uh, talked about Xavier McKinney. There's some projections that he could return after week 12, but the Giants are going to be bottom of the dumps, and there's really no reason yeah. to. Yeah, they're
1: contention by then. Uh,
0: they also brought in James Bradbury from Carolina. Um, team just isn't there, and Saquon is not going to be a stacked Steelers team on his own. No. I've got Pittsburgh 30, Giants 10.
1: Uh, I have Pittsburgh 28-13. Las Vegas at Pittsburgh is a five-point favorite, and the over/unders a forty-seven and a half.
0: On to our yeah. final week one preview. This game is really interesting. The it's Denver, interesting. the Denver Broncos, mile High hosting the Tennessee Titans. I, I'm just, I'm gonna start because I cannot with yep. this team. Um, yep. They made that magical run. To the ASC championship game, they're favored in a lot of people to win the division, even though I don't have them favored. I don't um, care. They brought back Ryan Tannehill on this ridiculous four-year, one hundred and eighteen million dollars contract,
1: which I guess at the end of the day doesn't look that bad.
0: No, and then you got another running back extension, Derrick Henry, four years, fifty mil. Here's I my just- thing: it's like. Speaking of the Giants, they're gonna have a problem if these running backs keep getting signed. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. Derrick Henry is four years fifty million. Alvin Kamara's gonna get probably four years in between forty five and fifty mil.
1: McCaffrey $16 mil a year. Yep. Jones at twelve or whatever so, it was.
0: And then you got Dalvin Cook who's gonna get between the forty five and fifty.
1: And Zeke already
0: making thirteen. Yeah, Saquon Barkley is the only back in this lot that deserves anywhere near Christian McCaffrey money. I agree. And Dave Gettleman is going to Dave Gettleman and give Saquon Barkley seventeen million dollars per season.
1: Oh, absolutely! I know how he
0: is. Um, yeah. they also have Corey Davis, who isn't worth what he was picked, but he's not bad.
1: No.
0: They got A.J. Brown, who was fantastic.
1: He was amazing last last year. year.
0: Um, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf was at receiving core at Ole Miss.
1: (laughs) That's insane.
0: Um, This offense runs on Derrick Henry. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: And Delby and I have talked about this on occasion. It's only a matter of time before they run him into the ground.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised – that they didn't
0: do that and did not resign him. Yeah. Um,
1: Carson Wentz back to practice. They brought
0: in Vic Beasley, who had a real issue getting to training camp, but he's the, there. Real issue. Um, They added Isaiah Wilson, offensive tackle, and defensive back Christian Fulton in the draft.
1: Isaiah Wilson has been on the COVID list twice now.
0: Yeah, not good. Um, They're pretty solid defensively. They don't got anything special over there, or, well, they didn't. They do They do now. They do now. Um, defensive end Jadavion Clowney. Just so everyone knows, these notes were made for la- this podcast that was supposed to be done last week. So there's a lot of changes. Yeah. Um, Jadavion Clowney, one year, $12 million, could be up worth to $15. Uh he has been linked to Tennessee for months. Oh, um, yeah. He so was linked to Tennessee last year. This... Isn't a shock. Tennessee needed something in the pass rush. They do have Jeffrey Simmons, who was very underrated pass rusher. Yes. Last year, um, they did lose Logan Ryan. I just, I just don't think they're going to be able to capture the magic. Ryan Tannehill is way, way, way overpaid. It's the.
1: It's almost the exact same situation that's happening in San Francisco. And, and the Rams. And the ramps, yes. But like, you're going to have to establish
0: See, here's my thing. Is everyone looks at the Carson Wentz deal too. Carson Wentz ain't overpaid. No. Carson Wentz went healthy. Is a top ten verge top ten right around top fifteen quarterback in this league. Yes. Yeah. Keith Word went healthy. When healthy. That's the only issue, which is why the Eagles brought in Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. also, the best news. I find this hilarious. These boys signed Josh McCown yes. to a one-year, $1 million contract as an emergency quarterback. He gets to sit home in Texas and get paid a million dollars and only has to come up there if either hurts or Wentz gets hurt. That's insane. What what a life that is. I know, right? I, oh, man, I love that job. If
1: um, um, low key move by the Titans was to bring in kicker Steven Goskowski, greatest kicker in Patriot history.
0: Which is crazy to say because Adam Venterry played there. Uh, right. But um, that's Tennessee. As far as Denver, I am extremely high on this team. I am very high on this team as um, well. Denver, uh, Drew Locke showed out at the end of the year, and they brought him wet pens. In the Have draft. We all- in a match- they also have Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant who are there. They brought in Melvin Gordon in free agency to go along with Philip Lindsey and Royce Freeman. Um, then they drafted two wide receivers with their first two picks. Jerry, Judy, and how in the blue hell he fell to them is a mystery to me.
1: How teams didn't, dra- didn't jump over these teams in the draft is insane.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Green Bay. Right. They also added Penn State's K.J. Hamler in the second round.
1: Yep.
0: Um, On the defensive side, they added Jarrell Casey, defensive tackle, and near the end of last year, they traded for A.J. Boye to go along. Uh, They did lose Chris Harris. Yeah. But they do have Justin Simmons, who doesn't get talked about. They have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb.
1: Their linebacking core is very weak, though.
0: Even though, te- even though technically, even though technically, you could play Chubb and Von Miller back there if you wanted. To. I think they do. Their their
1: inside linebackers are not that.
0: Gu- or not good. Um, this team is better than Vegas and the Chargers. They're obviously not going to be better than the Chiefs, but with the seven. Playoff format, I don't see any way, shape, or form if this team stays healthy, that they're not in the playoffs.
1: I agree. It's, it all depends on Drew Locke. Can he take that next step to get... to be a franchise quarterback? Because as you said, he's got all the weapons in the world now with Sutton and Judy and Hamler and... Melbourne Melbourne. And their offensive
0: line isn't bad. Which is a good thing, because they got three... Very, three Good to average running backs back there.
1: And they did shore up that offensive line in the third round and took Lloyd Cushenberry the third, as well as Natane Mooty in the sixth. Both play interior offensive line.
0: Yeah, uh, I think this game is very interesting. Tennessee and a lot of people are picking them, but I've said from the start they're going to have a falloff. off. Yeah. Um, AFC South is the Colts' division to lose. I agree. Uh, we did talk about it, uh, two weeks ago, but since a lot of things happened, we'll go over all that stuff in a minute. Uh, Colts are going to absolutely murder the Jaguars. I hope so. I'm going to be real sad if we don't. They are going to maul the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um... As far as this game is concerned, I got Denver twenty to seventeen on the last second field goal.
1: Denver twenty seven twenty. Vegas has this game as a pick'em. Imagine that with the over under at forty one.
0: Not not bad. So that's our week one previews. Uh, next week's podcast is going to be very interesting. Because and it's
1: either gonna be tuesday or wednesday tuesday <laughs> or
0: wednesday we gotta go over the games and do a little bit of the previews and i'm hoping to have <clears throat> i'm hoping to have a special guest on here for a certain game but we will we shall see, we um, shall see. for week two uh but now let's go into last couple days or last week or so the transactions uh more of the bigger ones um we talked about today on clowny uh The Washington football team decided to be a bunch of morons again and release Adrian Peterson, and then this move I do not get at all. The Detroit Lions, who took two running backs in the draft, by the way, along with On Johnson, signed Adrian Peterson. What in the world is this team doing? Adrian
1: Peterson. I don't get it don't understand. The Lions have not known how to use a running back since Barry Sanders retired. And Adrian Peterson looks at that and is like, hey, that's worth a shot.
0: Yeah.
1: It's all because of his relationship with Darrell Bevel, as we talked about the other day. But
0: yeah.
1: And the way I understand is Darrell Bevel about guaranteed him work. Yeah. So, what? I don't understand, man. Crazy. And um, what the Lions are doing. Lions clearly in fourth.
0: Yeah, not even close. Um, oh, speaking of, <clears throat> the Chicago Bears have named Mitchell Trubisky their starting quarterback for week one. I predict this lasts about two weeks.
1: Yeah, as we talked about, I think we talked about it on here a couple times, it's a much easier to go from the guy you have, or the guy you had, to, to the new guy than it is for the Just new guy. Just to kind
0: of say, my dad is not a fan of this move. I imagine not. <laughs> he won't for Foles. a single
1: Bears fan. Also, lie.
0: by the way, imagine passing on Cam Newton for Nick Foles.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh boy. Um, The NFC North is a disaster outside of <laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota and Green Bay. And even Green Bay is kind of a disaster.
0: Yeah. Um. By the way, our special guest next week. Hopefully, we have him on here as a big Vikings fan. So,
1: big old Vikings fan.
0: Um, a
1: big, lot of money got handed out this weekend.
0: Ain't that the truth? Buffalo. This contract is a massive. Yikes! Uh, they signed to me the third best corner in the National Football League, Tre'Davious White, to a four year, seventy million dollar extension with fifty five million guaranteed.
1: That's so much
0: money. It's what seventeen and a half mil per season, something like that.
1: Like that, right at it.
0: Uh, we talked about Cameron Hayward, four years, seventy one and a half million last night.
1: Uh, you got the clowny deal worth f- up to fifteen million. I feel like we're missing
0: one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Of course, going down the NFL trade rumors site. See yeah. if I see any. There's so many like cuts because of you know. The, the roster's trimmed. Also, this move is kind of interesting. The Raiders traded third-round pick rookie running back Lynn Bowden, who destroyed Virginia Tech in the bowl game in January, um, to Miami, who is loaded at the running back position as well. They traded. It's going to be a Swiss knife for
1: them. Uh, they basically traded.
0: Keenan Allen.
1: Yeah, there was Keenan Allen. Keenan
0: Allen, four years, $80 million extension. He's very good. But, God, that's a lot of money. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, duh.
1: <laughs> $160 million makes him the high, the second-highest-paid quarterback in
0: the NFL. Yeah, um, it's a good deal. Um, much better than the Mahomes deal. Well, I mean, until a couple years before Mahomes starts getting paid $55 million per season. Right. Um there's just so many Wait There's like a lot of quarterbacks Got cut In these transactions
1: They did And just, if y'all want to look at them You just go to ESPN And go to transactions Oh
0: This was a big one The Tampa Bay Buccaneers Signed Former first round pick Josh Rosen To their practice squad
1: To learn behind The greatest Well I'll say it, The greatest quarterback of all time
0: I'll say You better watch what you say there
1: Yeah And <laughs> yeah, I was gonna going to put my foot in my mouth. For at least a year, probably two, I think Brady gets two years out of Tampa Bay and then calls it a career.
0: Oh, also, uh, another one. The Ear Colts signed Ryan Kelly to a four-year, $50 million extension.
1: Love the deal. Love. We got money just sitting, so. Which is a good
0: thing you got it sitting because Quentin Nelson's going to be paid the highest offensive lineman in history in a c- couple years. Yeah. Which um, you know, totally deserves it.
1: Really odd news Uh, On cut day, the Patriots cut every kicker on their roster.
0: Yep. (laughs) Classic Bill Belichick. Um, Jaguars have been in the news a lot because they're released, cutting, trading everybody. Uh, They traded safety Ronnie Harrison to Cleveland Browns for a fifth-round pick. Ronnie Harrison tweeted on social media, he's free and glad to be out of that shit show. Yes, that's a quote. Um, The Jaguars also traded Yannick. Not even going to try in To Minnesota. What'd they get for him? Second round pick?
1: Yep. Which is just an extra pick that the Vikings had sitting around anyway. So, Yep. Um, and, he took a, and he took a $5 million pay cut just because he didn't want to play in Jacksonville.
0: Well, I and don't understand. This, this move I don't understand is because the Patriots cut Mohamed Sanu when they're already very thin at weapons.
1: Ah, Cam's used to that. Facts. He um, he looked at Muhammad Sanu was like that guy's got too
0: much. The Bucs signed Leonard Fournette to a one-year, three and a half million-dollar contract after he was cut by Jacksonville. Um, there's just so many in the last week. We talked about Derwin James being placed on injured reserve.
1: The um, the Eagles uh, cutting Sidney Jones and oh, Russell. Douglas. Then
0: there's this one from last week, which. I don't get it all. The Detroit Lions
1: oh, no. signed
0: left tackle Taylor Decker to a six-year, $85-and-a-half-million-dollar contract after
1: they, gave, after they gave... What is his name? Vitai? Yeah. Yeah, the career backup tackle for the Eagles after they gave him ridiculous money in the offseason.
0: So... This is the thing about Decker. In twenty nineteen, he appeared in fifteen out of sixteen games for the Lions, making fifteen starts at left tackle. And Pro Football Focus rated him as the twenty offensive lineman in the league out of eighty one qualifying players. But that money?
1: No, no, no. Like, I mean, there's three premium positions in the league, and that's one of them. I guess he was just a victim of circumstance playing there. Yeah, I because just quarterback, edge rusher, tackle. Are your three premier positions in the infield? I
0: just, um, oh, also, and this was also news the Colts activated third round pick Julian Blackman out of Utah from the NFI list.
1: Yeah, as was Debo Samuel from the 49ers, who was a couple weeks ago was in um, no need, was in no hurry to get back for, for round one.
0: Round one? You mean week one?
1: Yeah, that too. Week one.
0: Um, oh, it was a second-round pick and a conditional fifth to Jacksonville for uh, for Yannick.
1: I don't... Oh, man.
0: Also, what I don't understand is the Panthers, who added those three players, decided to cut F.A. Obata in a position we don't have a lot of depth at and waive our fifth-round pick, safety Kenny Robinson. Yeah, oh, that's still... Like I don't get it. I get
1: it, but I don't get it all at the same time.
0: Uh, the Dolphins activated Xavier Howard from their COVID list and the pup list, and the Jets activated Bryce Hall from the COVID list, and he's uh, gonna be a good get for them. One of the,
1: uh, not really major, but Shaquem Griffin, the uh, oh yeah, the one-handed player for those for those of y'all who aren't familiar with him, uh, born. Born with a, um, a disease, I believe. I don't know exactly what it is. But yeah, he only play, he only has one hand. And he got cut. His brother also plays for the Seahawks.
0: Um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles announced uh, that Jason Peters will be starting at left tackle next Sunday against Washington.
1: And that uh, Carson Wentz, full participant in practice.
0: Thank God, Bud is not here.
1: Oh, I know. Um, um, he, uh, Shaquem Griffin was, um, born with amniotic band syndrome. So oh, yeah. his, that basically means that the fingers on his hand would have never fully developed. So they 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 took his hand off very young.
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: Um, they did it on when he was four years old. Him and Shaquille are twins. For those of you who don't know. Um, very. It, I'm just glad that football's four days away.
0: Me too, man. Um, there are so many trades this offseason.
1: There was a ton.
0: Um,
1: how do you feel about y'all, um, cutting Reggie Bonifon.
0: I expected it. Uh, it was clear as day, and it, he was getting beat out by Mike Davis. I was one of the people that was kind of hoping Carolina would bring AP to be behind McCaffrey.
1: And the the Falcons um, ruined their all first-round offense when they cut Laquan Treadwell.
0: To, yeah. Um, it's kind of, like, this is insane. Like, just looking at these off-season trades, you got Russell Okung, AJ Boye, A. Calais Campbell, Hopkins, Hayden Hurst, DeForest Buckner, Diggs, Jarrell Casey – uh, Nick Foles, Darius Slay, Kyle Allen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Brandon, Thank you. Brandon Cooks, Gronk. There were so many trades during the draft. Uh, Matt Breida, Marquise Goodwin, which unfortunately for Philadelphia opted out. Uh, Jamal Adams, Yannick. Yeah, there's just so many trades with known name players. Right. Um, and <laughs> a lot to do with what's going on in the world right now. Looking um, at the NFL. All right, who do you think had the best draft?
1: Uh, best draft, I lean towards the – oh, gosh. I can't remember if I gave – I think I gave the Ravens and the Cowboys both
0: A-pluses. And I don't got to ask you who's the worst because we didn't know the answer to that. Yeah, Green Bay. Uh, talk about our team's practice squads. Because it's easier to talk about just ours. Um, Colts only have fourteen on theirs. Yeah, out of sixteen. Uh, pretty only notable name is Chad Kelly. Yeah, and a lot of. Not really any crazy names on here.
1: No, we none of the none of the cuts we made were unexpected. For the first time in a while. For the first time in a few years. We didn't um, let go of somebody that I was very sad to see go. I guess the most shocking was Roosevelt Knicks, but he's a fullback. Fullback yeah. is a dying vision. There's really a
0: lot of shockers on people's...
1: No, there was. this was a very... Of course, with it's the new not, rule, the yeah. COVID rule for this year, that you can have 16 players on your practice squad
0: yeah um of
1: potentially any age
0: uh, carolina's only got 13
1: they're i'm guessing i'm guessing they're leaving a couple spots open just in case
0: um really only notable name is it, it only notable name on ours happens to be reggie bonifon he's on our <laughs> practice squad um Carolina is one of the only teams in the NFL this year that is keeping three quarterbacks on the active 53-man roster. Yep. Teddy Bridgewater and the backup job is still undecided between second-year quarterback Will Greer and P.J. Walker. Um,
1: and thats I feel like that's because they know that if they release one of the other two that they'll get claimed by somebody else.
0: My own thing about that is... Is that rule said that it might change week to week who's the backup quarterback.
1: Which I guess that makes sense, because if you give one guy some reps one week, just to keep him in, in football shape, I don't see that being a problem.
0: Uh, notable for the Rams, quarterback well, Bryce per Colts has
1: three. The Colts are going to go with three active.
0: Phillip Rivers. To the and Eason. Oh, Jacob Eason. Yep. Because
1: we can't put Easton on the practice squad. Somebody else will take him.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, nobody really – I think the most notable name is Shakeem Griffin.
1: I do. I don't – oh, and uh, Ryan Connolly, linebacker from the Giants, who played very well last year, got hurt. Got, got cut as well.
0: Oh, Vikings have Jake Browning on their practice squad. Yeah. Out of Washington. I hate that, man. Um, they have yeah. two quarterbacks on their practice squad. Okay, Minnesota. <laughs> Just in case, you know. They also have Chase McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. I also the only one that finds it funny, that the Colts, punter, and kicker are both undrafted free agents.
1: And one of them's name is Roberto, and one of them's name is Rigoberto. I'm literally calling Rodrigo Blake, Blake and Chip goggles
0: for the well, rest of my life. Well, yeah, I mean, he, in fact, he went undrafted. It's crazy to me because he's easily the best kicker available. Easily. And
1: the kickers that did get drafted, I'm pretty sure only one of them actually made a team.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go through what they say are the top 20 free, I'm just going to go through the top 50 free agents that are available right now. Number one, okay. uh, that's easily guessable.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Earl Thomas, they've got, uh, by the way, this is NFLtradeRumors.com. I'm getting this from. Uh, two is Haha ha Clinton Dix. Get, you got three is Larry Warford, Demarius Randall, Eric Reed. Why did we cut Eric Reed? Um, Prince of Mukamara, Damon Harrison, Devontae Freeman.
1: Who is visiting the Jaguars?
0: <laughs> of course he is. Rashad Jones, Todd Davis. That's who they got as the top ten. Other notable names. Delaney Walker.
1: Yeah. I think Delaney's career is over.
0: Uh, Cameron Wake. Career Tony Jefferson. Marcel Darius, former third overall uh, third overall selection. Uh, you got Jabal Sheard, Ezekiel Anza, Darius Ezek- Geis. We don't talk about that. No. Um Taylor Gabriel. Clay Matthews.
1: How did Taylor Gabriel not make the Bears roster?
0: Because it's the Bears front office. Uh, you got Akib Talib, Mohamed Sanu. Demarius Thomas. Kyle Long. To... What's the thing? Kyle Long. Wesley Woodyard. Marshawn Lynch. Paul Richardson rounds up the top 50.
1: There's a lot of guys on that list whose careers are probably over.
0: Yeah. um, There's not really anyone noticeable on the 51 through 100 list. There are some names, though. Ha! Blake Bortles.
1: (laughs) Robbie Bortles.
0: It's very... going to be an interesting week one.
1: It's going to be a very... I, I project a lot of the uh, teams are probably going
0: to come out pretty flat. Yeah, I agree. There's not a lot of crazy guys available going in the next off season. You can take a lot of these off the board. Aaron Jones is a free agent next off season. No. Ooh, this is to be this is what's going to happen. Marlon Mack Colts running back as a free agent next offseason. If I'm the Colts, I'm trading him and getting something.
1: Yeah, just something.
0: Because he won't be there next year. Uh, Receiver, Larry Fitzgerald. We don't got to talk about it. It's either Arizona (laughs) or he retires. (laughs) Curtis Samuel is a wide receiver. We have Samuel and Taylor Moten to deal with re-signing-wise. Samuel's gone. and I don't think Samuel's going to be there. I don't either. Um Cordell Cordell Patterson is still available. No, no, he's not. Sorry. He's in Chicago. He's gonna be a free agent. He's gonna be. Um quarterback wise, Mitchell Trubisky. Yikes. Uh Dak Prescott obviously, Philip why is Philip Rivers on this list? Um sworn y- y'all sign him to a two year deal.
1: I think it's a one year deal with a second year option, I think. Oh, okay.
0: Um Oh, this is big right here. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, man. He won't be back. No. You don't take a quarterback. Six overall. I mean, like I said earlier, I think Tua has the highest ceiling. But with the way I've seen, I think Justin Herbert might end up being the best.
1: I, I agree. The – Joe Burrow, like I said earlier, you know what you're going to get with Joe Burrow. Like, you know the player that he is. Um, Tua is forever going to have durability issues now, I have a feeling, in the minds of people. So, yeah, I think Herbert – Herbert definitely could end up being the – the best quarterbacks.
0: Going into, you know, we talked about the Rams not having a first-round pick. They don't next year either. No, nope, they already traded it. The Dolphins, Jaguars, and Jets have two first-round picks next year. Uh, the Dolphins got the second first round they got from Houston for Tunsil. Yeah. Jacksonville has the other one for Jalen Ramsey. And the Jets have their first of two for Jamal Adams. The Jacksonville Jaguars picks next year? They have so many. Yeah. Um.
1: And they need to hit on every single one of
0: them. Which they won't. No. They legit will not. Because. I did see a new mock draft that came out
1: earlier on Bleacher Report. Um. Has Trevor Lawrence going one to the Jaguars.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Trey Lance at two. To Washington
0: and whoa what number two overall
1: Yep, yeah, and then Justin Fields at full work to y'all
0: wow um let's see what Walter football has right now Jacksonville Trevor Lawrence Carolina at two Justin Fields here's my cane with this though if we have the two number oh, no, number two overall pick as much as I like fields that pick is got 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 to be Pinay soul I agree we have not been able to replace Jordan gross we it's been a rotating door if you have the chance to pick Pinay soul I that's got to be the pick
1: yeah that think uh yeah that's what the rest of the top five was Cincinnati picked at three and they got pinay soul and then yeah
0: this one has I yeah, this one has Lawrence Fields, Sewell to Washington, Jamar Chase to Cincinnati. Uh, five Alex Leatherwood at fifth overall to Chicago. Yeah,
1: that'd be a very Chicago thing to do. Yeah, um
0: I think the pick is Trey Lance though. They got they got Gregory Rousseau to Miami. Carlos Basham at seven to the Chargers. Yeah. Eight Micah Parsons. There is no way in hell he drops to eight. I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't think so. But
0: the Cleveland um, Andre Cisco safety to New York. Mm. Some of these I'm kind of confusing. Uh, they got Sam Cosme, offensive tackle to Texas, Arizona.
1: I'm not big on Walter football. The, I'm not
0: either. i, I just like they looking at him
1: because they, they do a lot. So they they just reach a lot. They overthink it.
0: Yeah, let's look at Bleacher Reports. Um, Oh, hey, we got the longest podcast ever, boys. Yeah, we do. Uh, Yeah, like you said, Trevor, Washington football team, Trey Lance, Panay Sewell to Cincinnati, which would help Burrow out a lot. Yeah. Us, Justin Fields, Jamar Chase to New York, which would be so much needed for them. Micah Parsons to New York, yeah. Gregory Rousseau staying in the same stadium. Caleb Farley, eight overall to Vegas. Uh, I knew you'd like that. All right. Nine overall Detroit, Jalen Waddell. Good pick. Miami takes the other Bama receiver, Devontae Smith, from that Houston pick. Denver, Samuel Cosme Makes sense. Arizona. Oh, another North Dakota State player. Yeah. Dylan Doings? Rad- Yes. Arizona. Rondale Moore to Atlanta. Please no. <laughs> right. God no. Uh Alex Leatherwood to the Chargers. That makes more
1: sense than where they had Leatherwood earlier.
0: Rashad Bateman to Jacksonville, yes. Poor poor man. Uh right. Patrick Sertan to Cleveland. Ooh. Sertan and oof. Yeah. That's Jalen Mayfield to Chicago, offensive tackle. Sean Wade at 18 to Tennessee. Yeah. Walker Little to Green Bay. <laughs> that would be such a Green Bay move.
1: The most Green Bay thing of all time.
0: Um, running back Najee Harris at 20 overall to Pittsburgh. A lot of people don't have even him going in this first round. Oh. 21, Jordan Davis, Georgia to Minnesota. Dylan Moses to Buffalo. And please, God. Oh, my Lord. Dylan Moses. Sage Sherratt, wide receiver to Indianapolis.
1: That's a big man.
0: Yeah. Uh, J.C. Horn, defensive direct to New York. I don't really
1: like that pick because we basically just drafted the exact same body type. Hey,
0: there's my man. The best best safety in the draft, Javon Holland. Yep. To Philadelphia. Oh, boy. Patriots, Trey Smith. Dallas, Andre Sisco. That makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. Tampa Bay, oh my god, I will literally know. Travis Etienne. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Olave oh. to New Orleans. Christian Barmore to Baltimore.
1: Barmore <laughs> to Baltimore. Hayden oh
0: Stern, safety to San Fran. Wyatt Davis, the final pick of the round to Kansas City. I can see that. A lot of notable names in the second round. Pat fryer to Jacksonville. Kyle Pitts to Washington. Two tight ends straight off the board in the second round. Carlos Basham Jr. to New York. Chuba Hubbard to Miami. That's
1: what Miami needs.
0: Another run guy. Uh, Let's see. Kyle Trask at 49 overall to Chicago.
1: Mm. Mmm.
0: Ooh, Green Bay at 51 overall. Justin Ross. Whoever gets Justin Ross is getting a steal. Yes, they were. Um, Marvin Wilson at 59 overall. There is no way. Uh,
1: I was real sad.
0: He's the first round pick. Get out of here with that. Another potential first round pick in Pawson Adibo at 65 overall. You know who's got who sucks they won't be playing because he could be a first round pick? Is out of Oregon State. Hammoclare Rashad Jr., linebacker. Yeah. He's very good. Crazy, I have not seen a Monroe St. Brown yet.
1: Yeah. I don't even remember where he was, actually.
0: He's not on there in that third round mock. It's very, very interesting. It's The draft is always uh, one of my favorite things of the year. Oh, on, too. And then I get to an- overanalyze everything and get mad at Carolina for picking people they shouldn't pick, even though this year it was Claire's day Matt Rule was in charge of that draft.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: With that pick, with the gross pitose pick, which how we got him well, what we did, and my favorite pick, honestly, Jeremy Chen, who's going to be starting at safety next Sunday. Safety or linebacker? One of the two. game
1: um, football.
0: Honestly, though... Um, they have Justin Burris, who I think could start at safety, and they'll just put Jeremy Chen at the other linebacker position, which is kind of needed right now. with Probably the smartest with, move. Tahir Whitehead and Shaq Thompson.
1: Yeah.
0: It's in, it's going to be an interesting week one. Uh, it's all going to kick off on Thursday night, and heh, full-time schedule makes me miss like half the game. But... Not half of it, just kind of. I think the first quarter or whatever it is. Probably. Um, Houston and Kansas City. I'm just excited to watch football tonight. Is the first notable college football game of the season. BYU and Navy. Yep. Um, I think. Uh, I'm gonna have BYU winning this game. What do you think? I
1: I'm leaning that way too. I I, I think it's gonna be BYU.
0: Um, next Saturday, the ACC opens up the college football season, except for Virginia Tech and Virginia. Uh, Florida State will be at, wait, nope, Georgia Tech, excuse me, um, which I think is a easily winnable game for the Seminoles. I do too. I
1: think we need to come out and set tone pretty
0: I th- early. Uh, I think Clemson's playing Wake. I think so. Um, Virginia Tech, Virginia, the Commonwealth Cup. Uh, Virginia last year won for the first time in 15 years. Uh, Virginia Tech is looking to retake it. Um, They're looking to retake it. I think they do, and that is not a bias because I'm a Virginia Tech fan. That is me looking at um, in the terms of UVA is unveiling. They have a new quarterback who is a true sophomore. Yes. Um. These are the games that we have on Saturday, September 12th. Syracuse will travel to number 18, North Carolina. Duke goes to number 10, Notre Dame, because Notre Dame is part of the ACC this year. Georgia Tech, oh, excuse me, Georgia Tech is traveling to Tallahassee. For yes. State. Austin P, who has played a game, will go to Pitt. Clemson will go to Wake Forest. And Western Kentucky will go to Louisville. Uh, Thursday is UAB at the, at the U.
1: Miami
0: um, should run them out of the building. Like I said, Virginia, Virginia Tech is the more notable week uh, three game, technically for the ACC. Uh, no thing really of note. You got Charlotte is going to North Carolina, and the Citadel is at Clemson. Yikes! Which they're kind of in a bind because Clemson could only schedule non-conference. Yeah. One of the more interesting ACC games this year. Trying to remember which week it is. If we get to that, is is Saturday, November seventh, week ten, Clemson traveling to Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, Uh that game. If like as you said, if we make it that far, it's going to be
0: insane. I think Clemson and Notre Dame end up playing twice. I do too. I think... I will say this. Tech's got a very favorable schedule to go on a 10-win season. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to depend on that North Carolina game. I just don't see anyone Notre Dame is... It's going to be Clemson-Notre Dame two times.
1: I think so, too.
0: What? Tech's going to get their chance against Clemson final week of the year if... Obviously, if, of course, we get there. I'll be honest with the way it's... I think we're going to get through it. I do, too. At this point
1: in time, I think we're going to be all right.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to get through it. Uh, NFL, obviously, isn't going to be a problem. Uh, NBA's heating up. The getting too close to the conference finals...
1: A Soul just officially opted out for
0: the season. Well, I mean, I figured that. <laughs> I mean. Sucks to see him play his last game, but uh, I kind of figured. As apparently, from what I understand, yep, there's Pene tweet. Big Ten is um, trying to start in October, or before Thanksgiving. The Pac-12 is trying to start in the winter, like December January.
1: Which, for the Pac-12, that'll be fine, because the weather doesn't suck out there.
0: No. For the Big Ten...
1: They're going to be playing in snow.
0: For the Pac-12, just say if you start there, like... Um, and here's the thing. With that, the Pac-12, even with Oregon losing Panay and Javon Holland, I still think they're the favorite, and it's not bias. it's just they've got so much talent. Yeah, I think so, too. Think, yeah, that's... Raiders have signed Deshaun Kaiser to the practice squad. That's Jaguars signing everybody on the practice squad. It seems like,
1: right? I mean, they don't really have much of a choice.
0: No, they suck. <laughs> Pretty much it for the most part. That about does it. Went through the transactions. Went through the eight games. We are at an hour and fifty-one minutes. The longest podcast, also known as "Get Used to That Time." Yeah, Because right. <laughs> this is how it's going to be from week, day on. Uh, in Episode fifteen, we will go over the week one games in detail and do oh, and, and do
1: a reviews and previews
0: and, and doing a little preview. Um, little you know, preview. Hopefully, we'll have our special guest, but we'll coordinate with that. Yeah. Um, it'll come on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, I hope y'all enjoy the college football game tonight. Uh, I hope y'all enjoy Thursday night and this weekend. Football is officially back. I'm hype. Um, good luck to Delby's Eagles, Buddha's Cowboys, Carl's Colts, and my Panthers and their respective games. But that's going to do it for episode 14. That is Carl. This is me. We will see you all next week. Enjoy the football this weekend. That was episode 14. The boys
1: out. See you guys.